Welcome back to the show that is doing two matches inside Hell in a Cell, so shut up already. It's Pro Grapplers! Introducing first, I am a proprietor of axe handles, because hey, you have to put the axe together at some point, right? I am Amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he is heading down to the local Kinko's to get his children's book printed before the show, he is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. You should have warned me that was going to be my thing. I would have written a kid. Written a kid. You should have warned me that was going to be my thing. I would have written a kid's book. I'd have to be ready to go. I don't go. think... Yeah, but yours would not have the production values that Joe had ready for his um, on Tuesday night. Uh, you don't that know was, that. You don't that, know me. That, uh, well, I I do. I, I, I know enough to know that you would not have like animated... Well, not animated, I guess, but video with a, a sketchy filter over it. To make it look like a, a book and uh, creepy, tinkly piano music set over it. Uh, it that was that, that, that was fun, but also, uh, as I have in my notes, okay, guys, time to take this home. There's literally nothing else going on now. <laughs> like, you've you've run the gamut. You've you've the well's dry. Let's have this match and you know have it pay this thing off, which I'm sure they'll continue because. That's how they seem to be doing Styles feuds right now. But uh, we're talking about Hell in a Cell. It is coming up uh, tomorrow as of this recording. I will be watching it with uh, bated breath. This is a very... It's a very good card. Like, overall, I uh, I came up with some categories of things to talk about. And one of them was, you know, my least looked, fav- looked forward to match. And I was looking up the card, up and down the card. I'm like, I mean, I want to see something in every one of these matches. But I'll come up with the one, the one I guess the least I think will happen from and yeah I, I, I think we'll just we'll get into it with my categories and that will help us break it down uh, I'm sure we'll go over each match eventually but uh, some more in depth than others and I will just say it right at the top my match of the night I think will be Roman versus Strowman uh, I think it'll be good I don't um it's up there, but I mean, between uh, the women's match and the the two SmackDown matches, I are just I'm way more invested in, and I think have uh, better contrasts, better stakes, better. Uh, I don't want to say better wrestlers, but better wrestlers. <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna break it down each by. Uh, I will have my match, and then you'll okay. have yours, and we'll uh, we'll we'll break them down. But um, I'm gonna say why I think this one and. I understand they've done this before. Uh, Roman is, you know, shoved down our throats. Why do we have to have him the main event of everything? But here's here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Every time Roman and Strowman have thrown hands at each other, it's been awesome because they beat the hell out of each other. They both can take it. It's an awesome brawl. Um, and now this time they're doing it inside Hell in a Cell, which, you know, that's whatever these days there's not much connotation to that there's not it doesn't add much you're literally just having it inside a giant cage that doesn't really add anything to the match but on its own at least um you also have Strowman's propensity to do something on a large scale maybe Roman uh, he'll get locked out of the cell and he can't get back in and so he lifts the cell oh, with his own bare, with cell. his bare hands he's either going to lift the cell or rip uh a, a whole side down that that this match is going last because the poor cage think of the poor cage jason the cell itself is going to hell 
Yes, I I agree, and uh, I I think you know we have to do that before Ro- or not uh, Roman uh, Orton and Hardy are in it because I I don't want him to, but I imagine Jeff Hardy has to jump off of it at some point. So for it to still be you know functional, yeah, that will have to happen earlier in the night. Um, also, the Universal Title is on the line, mm-hmm. which we know because this is a, this is technically a cash in for Money in the Bank, but that I that's something to celebrate at this point. Because that was not a thing we could have before the last Universal title match where it was always, you know, in absentia. <laughs> so I, I love that it's on the show again and we get to fight for it. That's that's a nice thing. And uh, also the elements that they've added to these these guys since they last fought. You know, Roman has the shield with him again. Strowman's now a heel, essentially, and has Ziggler and uh, McIntyre who are champs with him. Well, champs for now. Who knows? They may lose their titles uh, earlier in the night. So I I think that leads to a very explosive. Like this could very well turn into basically a three on three, with still you know it's basically no DQ because it's a hell in a cell match. So still you know they could help Strowman win or vice versa. So I I just think there's a lot of unknowns and exciting things that could happen with the match, and that's that's why it's at the top for me. Uh, so I don't disagree with what you're saying. I, I think a lot of the stuff is is very true and it is very interesting. Um, and like we said, that some neither of these these men are going to jump off the top of it. That's not their style. They've never I've never seen either of them jump off anything that high, and that's fine. Not every Hell in the Cell mate, cell match has to have a Shane O'Mac style bump. Uh, in fact, it's probably better if they did that a lot less. Looking at you, uh, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy. Less is more. Less is more. Please remember, less is more. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm not like not looking forward to this match. It's a definitely like number three. I'm a little worried that I know I've heard that McFoley is completely banned from taking bumps in this match, but yes, I. <sighs> Yeah, I'm, I forgot that element. Yeah, that was at, that was added on Monday. Uh, he inserted himself as the special referee, which I imagine is just for uh, Strowman to put hands on at some point, and you know Roman gets to fire up and say, "No, no, you don't touch him." Oh yeah, he, there, I, there, I, there will be. I that imagine that's moment. why he's there. But I'm I'm worried he's gonna like you know his train's going to kick in and he's gonna be, find himself in a structure and just like go through the roof of it because it's just ingrained in his DNA at this point. So I, I like kayfabe that idea that he just can't help himself and he ha- he starts climbing the cage and he's screaming, someone stop me! That would be an amazing match. If, if Strowman wasn't a heel right now, um, they could have had the whole match be those two fighting to prevent Mick Foley from jumping off the top of it. He keeps yeah. like, I'm going to do it! No! And they just take turns catching him or put, pulling him back. There's a lot of stuff you could do. He keeps going through all of his different personas to get away from them. <laughs> Dude loves McFoley disappeared. Look, here's his clothes. What happened to him? Oh, no. Is he naked somewhere? No, it's Cactus Jack. <laughs> How'd he get up there? <laughs> yes, that that would be an amusing and fun. But I, I, think, I think they will do exactly what they say they're going to do. He's not going to take any bumps. He's there to uh, swing things in one way or another. But he's not going to take a bump himself because he can't. Like it, his body will not accept that any longer. <laughs> that is not an acceptable term for this match for his body. I think so, but it, but it adds another element, and I I think there's just so much going on. There's no way 
this doesn't go on last. Oh yeah, this is definitely the main event. This is definitely going last. Uh, nothing will compa- contain it. Like I said, so, there will be some imagery that will be great. Um, I think I, this is the most look the most I've looked forward to a Roman Ma- Reigns match in a while. I am a little worried because the last time he was in Hell in a Cell, it was against Rusev, and it was not great. But uh, there's a lot more stakes here. Like that was just a stupid feud where Roman literally ruined people's weddings and was still the good guy for some reason. And this this has a lot better storytelling going into it, and these two guys have proven that they can be terrifying together. So, All right, so your match of the night, what do you got? Uh, I'm torn between the, the two women, or sorry, the two SmackDown matches. Uh, the WD... Now, you, I assume you mean SmackDown championship matches, because yes. there's actually three, actually four. Four. And they're all, uh, well, no, uh, yeah, three of them are championship matches, but uh, New Day versus uh, Rusev Day is just the battle of the days. It'll be fine, but nothing. Uh, I'm talking AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe or Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. And I think as, I think I'm going to go for most look forward to, to the women's match because we haven't seen them one-on-one in a while. Uh, We have seen Samoa Joe and AJ Styles just last pay-per-view, so... Uh, for the fact that the newness and this story is just hot fire. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for the women's match. Very, very interested to see what happens here. Uh, both women are amazing performers. There have been rumors of a double turn coming down the pipe. I would love a double turn on this one. And this has so many impl- impl- implications. This match has so many implications about what the women's division is going to be like for the next almost year. Because there's always this talk of Charlotte being the chosen one. She's the one meant to really challenge Ronda Rousey. And that would be great. But I think they've realized that Becky Lynch could do that too. And depending on how they want Ronda Rousey to be in that feud, they could go either way. Depending on how the double turn goes, happens, if it does happen. Um, But this is a match that I think everyone is fully invested in. I know I am. And... Honestly, I think this should be the, uh, if it weren't for the fact that we need uh, Hell in the Cell matched and Hell in the Cell, I think this should be last. Uh, I think this one should be in a cell. I think this one has more reason to be in a cell than the the Roman Reigns-Strowman match. Definitely more than the Randy Orton-Jeff Hardy. That's a stupid one to put in a, mat, a cell. This has more cell-worthiness than the, the Charlotte Flair-Sasha Banks one. So that's a shame, but it's still going to be great. Yes, and it's interesting that you bring up uh, both uh, Flair and Lynch and Styles and Joe in the same breath because they've really worked to make, especially Styles and Joe because it was already ongoing, they, they've really upped the stakes as far as like the animosity and the anger involved. Oh, yeah. In this case, you know, because Joe, you know, is just being a dirtbag to Joe or uh, Styles and his entire family, especially his wife and... Uh, basically saying I'm I'm the father figure. The the picture of uh at the end of the storybook that he showed, where him he has the championship and AJ's wife and daughter are standing there with him. <laughs> it just says the end. That was a that was a fun illustration. Um, and and then of course Flair and Lynch. You know they they're they're fired up, but especially Becky. Like Becky is mm-hmm. I'm taking that title from you. Right. I don't care what I have to do. And, and she's elevating Charlotte through this whole thing. Like, the the fire that Becky is bringing and the the energy and the animosity, it's pulling Charlotte up, and that's just so awesome. 
Well, she's giving her a reason to fight, mm-hmm. finally. Like, I mean, Charlotte Flair, yeah, like you said, she's been the chosen one. And that's just how they treat her, because she's a Flair. And because she's also, you know... A Very good. Gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's tall. She has all the things that you would say This th- these check off the boxes for uh, the t- top female pro wrestler in our promotion. But... Um, my worry is that for both matches, I, I don't think Becky's going to win. I think she's going to lose. I think the money is in the chase. I think they're going to keep her chasing. Maybe she wins at Evolution is maybe where they pull the trigger on that. But uh, I don't think she wins here. And I also don't think Joe wins. I don't think... I don't have any confidence in their ability to get the title off of Styles or just pay off any feud that he's in. Like, every feud he's in just kind of fizzles out and they just move on to the next one. So... I think they'll go for another Styles Joe match after this, and I think I'll still be underwhelmed by it. And I just uh, the history has not been kind to either of these matches because they don't make me think, you know, we're gonna get much payoff. I do. I am excited to see Becky wrestle because she hasn't really wrestled since she changed uh, her persona. She's fought and she's you know attacked, but she hasn't wrestled. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, seeing her wrestle that quote unquote heel style. Um, will be interesting, and I, I am hopeful that the anger and the animosity carries through to the match. And Joe and Styles is an amazing one, but yeah, that that's why I did not have them either at either of them as my match of the night because I just I I don't I don't trust them. <laughs> I trust them. They got my back. So both these matches are going to produce in ways that we've never seen, and you're going to come to me next week and be like, "I'm sorry, Steve. I mean, it was cool when." Braun Strowman lifted the entire cage over his head and threw it into the balcony. But when Becky Lynch looked at Charlotte Flair with that hatred in her eye, that, that is what sold wrestling on me again. Yeah, I will not say that. That's not how I talk. Um, next category I have uh, for right now is titled Not on the Card. And for me, that's the one that I'm just, I am just I don't believe will deliver. Uh, again, it's hard for this on this card of only eight matches to find one like that. Cause I, I think they all do have something to uh, offer and could, you know, steal the show easily. Any of them, uh, Rousey of bliss is the one I'm li- putting on that list for me. I, so, uh, Alexa bliss kicked her in the ribs at the end of the match, the tag match they had on uh, Monday. And that was, you know, supposed to signify that, Oh, she can be hurt. And now she is hurt. And I, she's going to play up the ribs. I'm sure at, uh, Hell in a Cell, and I, given what we've seen so far, I do not trust Ronda Rousey to effectively sell those ribs. Like, I don't think I'm going to believe her that she's actually injured. Yeah, I I agree. This, this match is... I want to like this match. I want to like this feud. I like both these women. I, I don't know if it's going to play out uh, they're going for some pathos that i don't think they've earned yeah i i yeah i just want to see rousey you know move on to fight somebody else uh i, I think there's you know, plenty of money there's money in rousey that's obvious so don't just cycle her well it, she's gonna have to move away from bliss because bliss has to concentrate on uh trish stratus for evolution and uh, there's even a possibility that maybe Tristrass is at ringside for this match and uh she uh, can uh confuses uh distracts Alexa and so that starts their feud I don't know but yeah 
It's of of this card. I only am looking forward to Orton Hardy because Hardy is such a. I mean, he's an he is an enigma right now. Like, who knows what he's going to do? He <laughs> starting off his match with Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay, Shinsuke Nakamura, the holder of the U.S. title, who fought Jeff Hardy and fought Randy Orton for that title. Uh, now is just holding on to it. Like he he's having a match on SmackDown that is literally just to like finish off whatever beef he had with Hardy so he can focus on Orton and Hardy even says as much. He says, you know, so once I beat this guy, I'll be happy to go to hell on Sunday. Enjoy the show. <laughs> so he's f- so focused on Randy Orton. Cause he tugged at his ear that he won't focus on the man he's fighting right then who has a title that he could win <laughs> like that. That says all you need to know about the titles in WWE that, you know, this we're not going to focus on this one this week. We're barely even going to note that he has it still because we're focused on this feud that has nothing to do with a championship. That's just that that's and I'm glad they can silly. have championship or sorry, have feuds that don't re- revolve around championships, but yeah, just then you don't need to to tie up that last thread. No one was wondering, "Oh, but what happened between Jeff and Shinsuke?" Like that's that's what I'm vested in. No no one cared. They could have just left it. Yes, I think people were wondering if Shinsuke still had the title because it hadn't shown up in a while and he wasn't around except to, you know, declare that it's the United States of Knock America. That's that that was a fun little phrase that they kind of threw away. It's just it, it was just weird to have him say, once I get this monkey off my back, then I can finally focus on the guy who, you know, just hates me. And that's about it <laughs> for, for reasons I can't even explain. Um, I I. I don't imagine that's going to pay off the cell in any way. Like I said, Randy Orton's not going to come off the top of the cell for sure. So uh, it's for Hardy to take a bump and I, you're old, Jeff. Let it be. You're old. (laughs) Yeah. Just let it be. Let it be. So, uh, was it, I, so I said, Rousey bliss. Did did, you agreed with me on that match, Um, but would you put another one besides Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy, which we also just talked about as, as your least, looked forward to you said the new day Rusa day will be fine but you didn't really say anything else about it no i i, I think both the tag matches are going to be good i mean every single uh performer in all all two all all two matches are pretty good i'm most worried about the uh, the mixed uh tag team match to be honest with you um i because there's not a lot given they, what we because there's not a lot they can do with it story-wise like we know they want to keep milking this and we know that they want a big Daniel Bryan Miz payoff some point in the future. Probably WrestleMania is what people are saying. <clears throat> so that means the Miz has to keep cheat winning through, which is fine. It's fun. I enjoy it, but it's not something I want to see at every pay-per-view between now and WrestleMania. And, you know, Brie is scary right now. <laughs> she She's, not not diving well and uh, i mean the maurice is fine but i don't think she really adds anything wrestling wise everything that she adds to this match she adds from the sidelines just as well as she does in the match so this is kind of just like we had last time which was very by the numbers what we thought it would be it's hype it's exciting story wise but the match i think is going to be the exact same thing we saw last time just with a bad suicide dive 
I am not uh, going to agree with pretty much any of that because okay. of what happened on Tuesday. So I would have been with you before Tuesday, but Tuesday they showed me that uh, there is uh, merit in having the women there, at least for just a, a, like one cycle of the feud. Like, let's not have them there the whole time. Please, let's just uh, let's have this and just that's it. But when uh, the Miz pulled Brie out of the ring to break up a pin, I think, or whatever it was, or just pulling her out so she wouldn't attack... Uh, his wife and pulled her out to the floor and she like hit, you know, fairly hard. Dale Bryan you know, laid into him was like, you get your hands off my wife. And then like, there's, there's that, uh, feeling of like the Miz, the Miz is not above that. The Miz, the character is not above that. And so that, you know, enrages Dale Bryan. And that's, I, I really enjoyed watching that. Like him just unload on him because how dare you put your hands on her. And, uh, they've already announced that Super Showdown, the show in Australia, is going to have a Miz uh, Daniel Bryan match. So, I think what happens here, the reason you have the women involved here is so Brie can pin Maurice, and yay, we get a pop, yay, she beat her, and then you know, uh, come Tuesday, Daniel's like, all right, now we can finally move on, and Miz comes out, he's like, what are you doing? You didn't beat me. Your wife beat my wife. That has nothing to do with us. We are still fighting. And that's when they they go on to the, the Australia show, which is, I think, three weeks away after Hell in a Cell happens. So I, I, I think that's what's going to happen. I, I, I have no problem with this this match happening. It's Let's keep it to the two men whenever we can. But I think that you have to vary things up. You can't just have them knocking heads the entire time until WrestleMania because that does get a little monotonous. Yeah, they, they, I don't know, they could have taken this show off, is, is all I'm saying. Let, let, let them talk, let them build up the animosity that way. Yeah, I, I do agree that Brie Bella, you know, the, the dives on Raw a couple weeks ago were, were scary, and uh, she apparently in an interview uh, was called out on it, and, you know, she said, I, you know, I've, I've had a baby, things, oh, things have changed, totally my body has changed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But she she accounted it to you know I my weight has changed and that changes you know the the amount of uh, speed you need to build up and how far you need to jump and I just I misjudged it and that's just you know it, it was embarrassing but it is what it is and I'll move forward and I was hoping for the end of that to be and never do that again but <laughs> we will we will see I I also would love to see her do that and nail it on Sunday and just everybody like. Stands up and cheers for her. Just like, yeah, you did it. That would be great. And everything she says makes perfect sense. But it's all stuff that she should have realized in a training ring two weeks before this happened. And yes. the fact that it wasn't scares me. That I'm, she's not I mean, I'm the sure time it was. she needs or or something. I don't know. Let let's let let's be real here. Not neither of us think Brie Bella is a good wrestler. I I think she's you know uh, right. she is Nikki's sister. Who Nikki is the the, the clear. A uh, better wrestler, better packaged everything. So, but it, but it is very. It's a different Brie Bella from SmackDown to Raw. Like Raw, you know, she's supposed to be her own woman and she's fighting on her own terms, and that's that's a different thing. And she she definitely cannot stand up under those conditions. But when she's got three other people in there, basically supporting her in some way, I think that's uh, you know, it, it's. It's different. Yeah, I, it's a different Brie Bell. I don't. I don't look forward to her wrestling either. I hope her stuff in the match is very, very short. I hope she puts on the yes lock to Maurice and she taps out and we move on. But I am not. I that that's why that was not the bottom for me. Is I there's at least some elements 
mainly, mainly Brian and Miz that are saving it for me, and I, I think they'll pay it off still. Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly possible of being wrong. Definitely interested to see how it goes. So uh, the only two we kind of we kind of glazed over, you know, you said you expect them to be good, and that's about all we said about them was the tag matches. Uh, if you had to choose a tag match from the two, which would you choose? To watch? To watch what you think is going to be better? Um, I think the storytelling will be better in the SmackDown one, and I think the wrestling will be better in the Raw. And I just kind of cop dancing around to the decision you want me to make but that's what you get uh okay no that's 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 fine i i like the the the, uh, way you sectioned them off and i i don't necessarily agree i think the wrestling in both will be very good because the new day i mean they they deliver i don't know who's going to fight rusev day necessarily i've heard uh woods and Big E would be the better choose a choice because uh woods is a good pairing for english and of course, Big E Rusev is a match you should watch all day, every day. Yeah. As long as Big E's in it, either Woods or uh, Kofi would be great against yeah. English. I would like I would like for them to do those two. So then we get uh, oh God, I always forget his his name. I because he returned on SmackDown. I was so excited. Kramer Kingsman. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the backstage interviewer slash maybe wildlife observer. That's what he seemed more like when he was uh, spying on the bar on Tuesday, <laughs> just kind of whispering in hushed tones while watching them. Uh, I was so glad to see that character return. So I think I, Kramer Kingsman could like join them on commentary and comment on the match uh, while they're having it. I think would be fun. Uh, I know he won't. I know he'd just be out there cheering on his team and get involved in some way because, I mean, Lana's going to be there. She's going to be getting involved as well. So uh, I'm still trying to decide if we get a swerve in that match. Do we? Do, does English turn on Rusev? Do English and Lana actually like serve the ultimate swerve, and they they both leave Rusev, and you know we get a, a babyface Rusev going forward? Like, you I think English is going to steal Lana away from him, and they're going to go off and have? I think I think that would be like the most unanticipated thing on the possible. And that's a, just the, the sort of thing they would do too. It's going to be enough triangle. He's going to get cut by his old friend. Is that your Vince McMahon? Yeah, it's from Vince McMahon. Okay. <laughs> I assume that was, that was uh, who was booking that match. That sounded very angry. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm sad that it's not a Hell in a Cell match because they, with the Usos, proved that uh, they, they can absolutely do that and make an awesome match out of it. And if you haven't seen it on YouTube, they have uh, – sometimes they have people go back and watch the matches. It's actually the people they fought in the match. And uh, the New Day sits down with the Usos, and they actually watch their Hell in a Cell match back Kay and like Fade comment on dead. it, and just talking about it. Uh, it's it's very very good, as you would think. So, uh, not to shortchange Ziggler McIntyre, who are the champs right now, versus Rollins and Ambrose. I I don't see any turns or any chicanery there. I think it's just going to be a solid wrestling match, like you said, and. Uh, I don't. I don't know who wins here. I I could see Rollins and Ambrose because they need all the gold, or Ziggler McIntyre retain because they're also awesome together. Um, but either way, I think this spills into the main event. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, I think Ziggler McIntyre are gonna retain because I don't think they want to unify all the gold yet. I, I think if Rollins and Ambrose take it, that would mean that 
Strowman is going to win later in the night, and I don't think that's going to happen. It could, but I I can't imagine. I think they want these t- these teams splitting gold so that they can kind of clash over that. Because if one has all the gold, it's just going to. I mean, why are you even fighting? Like they're obviously they're demonstrably better than you. They can beat up the entire locker room, including you. What are you guys doing? They have axe handles. Axe handles. They're the shield. Those unthreat- non-threatening looking axe handles. Yeah, those were... Uh, I'd, I'd leave it to Dean Ambrose to pick the weapon for the match. Dude, um, unthreatening? It's an axe handle. Yeah, they, they, they looked foam. Yeah, they probably, I'm guessing they were foam. They were probably foam. Um, I do like Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose showing up later on in plain clothes. Or not plain clothes, but they're like singles attire and being like, yo, we're not the shield. You can't kick us out of the building. <laughs> that was funny. I'm Seth Rollins. This is Dean Ambrose. <laughs> It's like Baron of Corbin. Damn it! You thwarted me again. Shield. <laughs> Got me on a technicality. Yeah. So uh, I do agree with something I heard on a podcast uh, sometime this week that it is unfortunate that almost all of the gold in the men's division. Uh, actually, no. I think all the all the gold in the men's division is tied up in this feud. Mm-hmm. The Shield versus these three other dudes is everything. And there's no other titles to fight for because they're holding them all. And that, that I think, sucks. Like, you need to have one of those. The Intercontinental Championship, I agree, is awesome. It's prestigious. But you need to have that as the mid-card belt. Like, you need to have your other guys fighting for that. Because otherwise, why the hell are they fighting? Like, why is the Revival going to get mad at the B team? They're not. Because, yo, the titles are on somebody else. Why is... Honestly, this story's big uh, enough it could just revolve around one title, and then they, we could actually have a tag division, we could actually have an intercontinental division. Yeah, I would I would hope that they would drop the tag titles to somebody else so they can, uh, that that doesn't need to be in this feud, but I it's, it's just it's just weird. I hadn't thought about it that way, but yeah, you're right. Like all the titles for the men are tied up in this one feud, and that is that is bonkers. So, yeah, I I hope they kind of section those off eventually. Um that's Hell in a Cell. I'm very much looking forward to it. I think this this uh, has the potential to be a very, very good show. And run down some of the other WWE goings on this week. Uh, things that won't be on Hell in a Cell that did happen on the shows. Uh, Carmella and Truth are moving forward with their partnership. And they're fighting Almas and Vega, which makes no sense because one of them is in the Mixed Match Challenge and one of them is not. It, and the fact that Almas and Vega are not in the Mixed Match Challenge is just still just baffling to me. Yeah, it, it just serves to remind, like, wait, why aren't they in that thing that would be perfect for them? That would be such a good showcase for those two. Like, I want to see them, especially because they're, you know, such slimy heels, like, see them attack someone. Mm-hmm. And I'd take them out and be like, okay, now, you know, uh, uh, Flair and Styles, sorry. Now it's Almas and Vega. Actually, that's a, that's, I was going to say, who do we take out of it? And I was going to say the Usos, but no, that's a better one because they don't need it. Yeah, no, that's, that, they're, they're both champs. I, that, that, that's an awesome, you know, a way to go about it as well. Like, you're, you're both champs. You're both the, the elite. And to have you get knocked off would be awesome. But I, yeah. It, it, it was what it was. Uh, Almas thought enough of R-Truth to hold the tights on the victory, so I guess that that puts R-Truth over as... <laughs> as, as over as R-Truth has been in a hundred years. I, I mean, he's that's where he is at right now. Like, is his thing with Carmella is kind of the most he's gotten in quite some time. Um, 
we finally get to see Naomi and Asuka teaming up against the Iconics that they're finally doing that so I don't remember if that's the match they're going with at Super Showdown but uh, the Iconics are going to be over there because they're from Australia so it's wherever they're but they're going to say something hilly about it and then be like Australia's stupid eat your Vegemite blah 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 that's exactly what they'll say. You, you, you sh- you're just booking these shows now. I could book everything. I'm a good booker. But not Booker T. Well, no one's Booker Can't T. Can't be Booker T. There's only one King Booker. Um, moving over to 205 Live briefly. Uh, good show there. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy is, is money. Like, there's no question that he is an awesome wrestler. But his persona and his character need some work. He's like a dubstep Viking. <laughs> Wait, that sounds perfect. <laughs> it's it's not. It doesn't work. And his like, his tights look like they're always on fire. Sorry. It's just it's just, it's just a weird look. Um and uh, a couple other matches on there that are definitely worth watching, I believe. Um NXT had a fun kind of not rebuilding episode, but uh Oni Bur- uh Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan almost said Oni Birch and Danny Lorcan, which totally sounds like two other dudes. Like that does not sound like something you made up. Like if Oni Lorcan is not a name you made up, then why would Oni Birch? Um, they fight, you know, a couple of uh, guys. They're basically, you know, just getting back in, f- in front of everybody after one of them was injured and uh, rem- reminding everyone, hey, we're here in the tag division. Don't forget about us. Uh, so they win. Shayna Baszler destroys some poor little girl. This girl had no chance, like never, like got no offense, just got eaten alive by Shayna Baszler. It was, uh, it choked out like four times. It was, it was painful to watch fun, but painful. And, uh, then Lars Sullivan did the same thing to Raul Mendoza. But this, this is the difference between a squash match on raw and a squash match on NXT on raw. You get AOP destroying, uh, jobbers from local jobbers and they get like no offense. It's literally just to show how big and massive these guys are. Ra- Lars Sullivan himself, a big man fights Raul Mendoza, who is not a throwaway name. Like he's an actual guy on NXT, but it's a squash match. But at one point Sullivan goes running, you know, he goes to spear him or whatever. And he hits the post. And you, there's a moment where you actually think Mendoza's going to pull it off. Like maybe this match is actually to put him over. And then no, no, he still gets squashed, but he doesn't look like a total, jobber loser in the loss like he actually gets something out of it he looks cool for having hung with Lars Sullivan for a little bit so I I appreciate the NXT does that with their squashes they actually make it worth it instead of nah we're just throwing this guy at this guy because we need to show you how awesome he is no that, that makes perfect sense and yeah I, I do well you, you need both you need some total squashes and you need some more respectful squashes. It just kind of depends on the situation. Like Braun Strowman wouldn't be as over as he he was if it weren't for James Ellsworth, right? So, uh, that's arguable, but I it's definitely an element I think of his building. Yeah, you're right. Um, and the final match of that card was Bianca Belair versus Nikki Cross, who is still in NXT for whatever yeah, reason. That is stupid. Um, it sucks, but also she's she's just a delight to watch wrestle. She is having so much fun with her character. She's like running away from Bianca and just like sliding under her legs and everything. And at one point she does that and she just waves at her. She goes, hi, Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> and Belair just looks at her and is like, what the hell's wrong with this chick? Like, do, am I really having a wrestling match? What's going on here? And she she just plays nuts so well. 
not not your typical way that I I yeah. It's it's just really fun to watch her. And then they have a double count out uh yeah, a DQ from, you know, just they they fought each other too hard on the outside. So, the I think that will continue and that's a good thing. I I think they uh, bounce off each other well. Mayon Classic has uh, continued round one. I do have the full names written this time, so I can tell you who won and who lost and not have uh, confusion of who the hell this person is. Uh, Diana Perrazzo versus Priscilla Kelly, who was the, the goth of that pairing. Because um, every pairing has a goth. Uh, in this case, she did, and she's very, very goth. They, I think they called her something gypsy, but then... I, I don't know. It, it was a look. It, it was not a, a an impressive match, I didn't think. Uh, Perrazzo comes out on top. She's already in NXT, so I guess, you know, making her the winner makes sense. So she moves on. Uh, Ariel Monroe, who I've not really seen or heard anything out of before, uh, but the wife of uh, Cedric Alexander from 205 Live, who was actually there with his daughter watching her uh, compete. Um, but she loses to Zuxis, I think. She's a, a Spanish wrestler, kind of a luchador style. She wins with a Spanish fly off the top. Uh, it, impressive match. I, if nothing else, I like Ariel Monroe's. Uh, I can't just say Monroe and I can't say Ariel. I have to say Ariel Monroe because that uh, that name is awesome. <laughs> um, it's Ariel written like flying through the air, not like the Little Mermaid, which makes it even better. Um, she talks a lot. During the match, she has Kevin Owens' disease. Like she can't stop talking and yelling at her opponent and talking smack. So that was uh, enjoyable. And because they're at full sale, it's like dead silent when she screams something at her. So the entire crowd goes, "Oh!" Because you know she she slams her really good. That'll teach her. Yeah, uh, Kisi Katanzaro, who is coming to us from American Ninja Warrior fame. Apparently, she competed in that for five years. I think they said. And she's she's killer on that. Like she's won many contests, and uh, she beats Reina Gonzalez, who is a uh, a very good big big woman. I'd say big woman. It's hard to say when you say big man. You know what that means in wrestling? Mm-hmm. Like you know that's one of the big guys. When you say big woman, it just sounds like you're being mean, and I'm not. It's just I don't know what to call them if they're not. If you can't say big man, so big woman, uh, whatever. She Large reminds me of Kevin Nash. Wrestler. I'll say that. Yeah, well, that sounds bad too. That's. I don't know. We'll we'll work on our terminology, but I I thought she looked good too. I thought it was a good. This was a good matchup. Um, it didn't look great for Tiny Tiny Katanzaro to be hoisted on her shoulder at the end as a show of respect because it just reminded me that oh yeah she's teeny tiny. She probably shouldn't have won, won that match, but uh, I I think uh, Gonzalez should be signed. I think they could use more big uh, women in the division on NXT and on the main roster. So uh, like that mar- that matchup, but the the best one of the night by far was ashley rain who is madison rain on the indies and she actually wrestled it all in um versus mercedes martinez who wrestled in last year's mayon classic lost in the top four i believe she she lost to Shayna baszler that's right uh she was the match before baszler uh um uh sane can't think of her name um yeah, this this is an awesome match. At one point, Martinez hits a uh, like package pile driver power bomb on Rain that looks like it probably gave her a concussion. Like it it was high on the neck. It looked very painful. Um, 
But uh, yeah, that, they had an awesome match. Uh, like I said, Martinez comes out on top, so she moves forward. And uh, that's our continued round one. I think there's two more weeks of round one matches, and then they move on uh, from there. But uh, if you're not watching that show, I think uh, you can introduce yourself to some awesome female wrestlers, if nothing else. Yeah, I, I, I really did enjoy the first episode that I watched. I should I need to catch up because, uh, yeah, these tournaments usually turn out really good. So excited to see where yeah. it goes. Yeah, I think tournament wrestling is a is a great thing to watch, and I I I'm getting kind of tired of the SmackDown has no idea who's going to fight for the tag championships, so we're going to do a quick tournament. Uh, I wish they would vary that up a little bit, maybe do a battle royal or something just to change things up. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I like tournament style anything, so I I'm not really gonna ever hate that. So. Uh, that that's gonna do it pretty much for the episode. There was one out inside the ring or ringside area, a bit about Bray Wyatt apparently is now dating Jojo, like the ring announcer Jojo, and apparently they are dating because it's possible they had an affair that actually broke up his marriage, and uh, this is only known because he won't stop yelling at people about it on Instagram. <laughs> what? Like, I, people like yelling at him, like saying, "Why? Why? How could you do that to your wife? You piece of trash!" Blah blah blah. Why are you with her? Why is she with you? And him just returning and saying, "Like you know, she's with me because I'm the best." Deal with it. That's not the question. <laughs> and no, you're not. You're demonstrably <laughs> not the best, unfortunately, Bray Wyatt. Well, it's yeah. That, that's about the only ringside area thing it's, I can so come up with. I have. It's weird when a announcer. Like ring announcers and wrestlers are, you know, they're together because you start reading more into what they say. At least this is white for me. In Lucha Underground, uh, Brian Cage and the announcer are, I think they're married, if not married, like together for an extended period of time. And it's just kind of funny. Like, wow, I'm announcing my husband. Ta-da. He, well, especially, he's a machine. Uh, especially. Especially because, from what I've seen, Cage is massive and she is tiny. Yeah, like there, I have questions about like how things work out for the two of them that I try yes. not to think about too much, but I can't yeah, well. help. Yeah, Brandy and Cody Rhodes were the same way uh, when I can't remember what they called her in when she was announcing in WWE, but it wasn't. They didn't like acknowledge. Right. Like she would sometimes give him a little wink, but it was always like, or or Renee Young. Like they exactly. they mentioned that same you know. Thing. That everybody knows she's married to Dean Ambrose because God Total Divas shows it off on every episode, but that's it's never like you know, aren't you worried for your husband? Aren't you going to go help him? It's just like no, he's he's a man. He can deal with the, he can deal with his own problems. I'm over here announcing now, which we also didn't say that Renee Renee Young, permanent announcer on Monday Night Raw. Thank you. That that should no be more uh, Coachman. Uh, highlight. Well, apparently they're swapping places, so he's actually going to do the kickoff stuff now. That's fine. I don't watch and, that. Yeah, that's uh, this is a much better. If you do use watch it, then, Renee's talents. Yeah, so uh, hats off to her. That's awesome. Congratulations. That is that, that is a, a welcome change of pace, and I I hope that. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see her improve week on week. Yep, every She's uh, only going to get better, and that'll be great. yes, yes. Um, so can, as, since we're doing a wrestling gossip relationship stuff and that's not in, in, involved in anything did you see the pictures from rick flair's wedding i saw the video from rick flair's wedding of him walking down the ro- the aisle to uh 
Ric Flair drip. Oh, of course. <laughs> what else and, would you uh, do? Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Charlotte kind of in the foreground right before he comes down, and uh, there's somebody else there undertaker yeah yeah undertaker's a, in there too well there's a ton of wrestlers like there's a, quite a few wrestlers yeah. around and then everyone's like dressed up very formally everyone looks very nice they're all in this it's a white themed wedding like everyone's wearing white except undertaker's just there in a crappy shirt <laughs> he looks like garbage i mean do you want to tell that man to please put on a shirt and tie no absolutely not but rick flair could <laughs> well yes and i i think he would respect that but also he probably expect. I, I I think Ric Flair at this point is happy to be alive, like literally. <laughs> Correct. And also, uh, from what I heard of the event, like people that uh, know him and actually talk with him regularly, like they're like he's like he he is so over the moon now. He's sober. He again he survived that whole uh, two months or whatever it was mm-hmm. in the hospital and came out better on the other side. Like he's he is just he living looks life great too. Like it. compared to like he does. Compared to what he looked like during that, it's like, wow, good on you, man. Like, honestly, when he was strutting down the aisle, I'm like, one more match. One more <laughs> no, match. No, 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 Never again, please. I don't know. Like Shawn Michaels said, he did out of respect, but I think he and Flair could go one more time. And <laughs> Rick Flair is almost 80 dies. years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you never know when to quit. Like he said, McFoley just climbs that cage because he has to. He doesn't know why. He just has to. What, what is Ric Flair going to do out of instinct? Poke someone in the eye and kick him in the butt? Uh, no, he would run in a corner and like fall over it head over heels because he doesn't know how to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then fall on his face. That will do it for this episode of Pro Grapplers. We're going to stop talking about wrestling. We're going to go watch wrestling tomorrow. We hope you do the same. In the meantime, thank you for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe. You can do it on Apple Cod... Apple Cod Pass. <laughs> I'm a professional podcaster. Nope, you're Apple a podcast. Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast, leave us a review while you're there if that's possible. You can find us on Twitter at P Grapplers. Individually, I am at the Jason Sigler, all one word. And I remain at Idahobo. And we'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm a Mason Jason Sigler. And I will always be Steve the Shinkicker Shinny. We are climbing the demonic structure and hoping no one dies here on Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers.